0: I've always wanted to empower myself in my career and financially as a woman. That's been really important to me since I was young. And to help other women navigate that and amplify their businesses just felt like the right, not the right thing to do, but almost like the natural thing for me to help
1: facilitate. What's up and welcome to the Very Best Self podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Brown. Tune in each week as I have candid conversations with inspiring humans, including athletes, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and anyone out there making waves. Get ready to leave your comfort zone behind, step into your power, and live a more purpose-driven life. I am so happy that you're here. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the very best self podcast. I am your host, Victoria Brown. Today, I have scout Sobel on the podcast, you guys. So she found a need in the market uh, for the podcast space and she created the scout agency. Her first name is scout. Yes. And she created the scout agency where she amplifies female voices and helps them find and book successful podcast tours um which is pretty freaking awesome because it's female founded her entire team is female and then she also um you know books books women on on podcasts so they can get their message out there whatever it is that their message is or their product or their service um just furthermore like i said amplifying female voices which is something we're all about on this podcast And she sends us so many of our guests, which, uh, yeah. So we'll just get into it today about how she created her business and, you know, some of the roadblocks that she encountered. And especially towards the end, there's some super, super, super solid advice from her where she's very vulnerable about the challenges that anyone can face female or not, or, or not, um, from, you know, becoming and being an entrepreneur and finding success and creating success. So it's pretty, um, I mean, I was hugely inspired by the last portion of this conversation. So you definitely want to stick around to the end. All right, let's get into it. Welcome back to The Very Best Self Podcast. I am your host, Victoria Brown. And today I have Scout Sobel on the podcast. I am so excited to have you on. She is, you guys, quite honestly, um, kind of a big deal when it comes to the very best self podcast. Uh, So you have the scout agency that you female founded. I like to put the word female in front of that because like, hell yes. Um, And you're the female founder of, and you help females get on podcasts. So she sent us a ton of our incredible guests that we've had some of our favorite interviews from. So you founded this PR agency all about podcasts, and I'm so excited to have you on today.
0: Thank you so much. I love it when I get on the mic with the podcaster, and they're like, "You've sent me so many guests." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that makes my day."
1: yes. And honestly, you have sent us we get a lot of like we get like so the inbox in the podcast world is it's, I mean, there's we're getting requests probably, I would almost say daily, if not sometimes multiple times a day um from people who want to be on the pod, uh, want to be a guest, et cetera. But I would say that you, I don't know what your selection process is as far as your talent goes, but a lot of the women that you send me are like, it's like, it's like 80% of the time I'm like, oh yeah, that's a hit, that's a win, like 100%, yes, yes, yes. Because they're kind of like right in like the ballpark of like, you know, their mindset focused or they've written a book or they have like, you know, just female entrepreneurs, like women that we really want to talk to. Um, So there's just a lot of alignment, I think, with the people that you uh, represent and then the people who we have on here.
0: That makes my day. And, you know, I also like really really attribute my, my team's success to the fact that we write pitches that are really human. You know, we've been doing this for four years. We've kind of pioneered the best way to do this. And Back then, you know, podcasters didn't get that many guest pitches, but today they get constant ones because everyone's hopping in on this strategy. So we hear from podcasters all the time that the pitches that we send, the people that we send them are aligned, perfect for their podcast, et cetera. And that's kind of a secret sauce that we've been able to manage and figure out how to do, how to like identify the right podcast, how to communicate who our clients are, and connect them with podcast
1: hosts that they drive with. I love it. So let's go back to the beginning, because that's usually a good place to start. So you started this, you founded this uh, in 2019. So Mm -hmm. just before the pandemic hit, right? At the peak podcast popularity, I would say. um, How did you know there was a need in the market? And what led you to say, like, I'm going to create this?
0: So I started a podcast in August 2018 with my sister. It's called OK Sis. That's kind of where my podcasting journey started and I fell in love with the medium because it was long form. It was intimate. I was having conversations with women that I never thought I'd get the chance to talk to. They were my role models, my girl crushes, my expanders. And I was like, what is happening here? Yeah, that's so Um, major. It's so crazy. And so I fell in love with it for that reason. Like I was going deep with women that I've always wanted to just talk to for five minutes. And, but what I kind of saw happening or sorry, not what I kind of saw, what I saw happening was that When we would publish these episodes, I watched our community follow our guests online, buy their product, listen to their podcast, buy their book, uh, subscribe to their newsletter, become clients of theirs, whatever it was that they offered. And that's when the aha moment went off that being a guest on a podcast is a form of PR and not only... Is it a form of PR? It was a form of PR that wasn't being tapped into in the industry and had such deep ROI because the nature of the medium was deep in itself. Like there's nowhere else you can go to where someone can listen to you talk for up to an hour about why you do what you do, what you offer, the challenges, the successes, the inspiration, all of that. And so when we resonate with the human in that way, in that intimate way, we then support their business. So I started the business truly like... (laughs) very, it wasn't like, you know, I didn't have a business model or a business plan. I had a media kit. I had a thousand women that I put in an Excel spreadsheet that I wanted to represent. And I emailed all of them in one day and Gmail blocked my email because they thought I was spamming. And so I opened up a second email and that was February of 2019. And very quickly women wanted to be a guest on podcasts. And so I started facilitating what we now call podcast tours. And so four years later, We've booked our clients on over 2,500 podcast episodes. We've cultivated a database of over 6,000 podcasts. That's 90% female hosted and female demographic. And we've run close to 200 podcast tours for some of the most incredibly influential and impactful female entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and authors in the
1: game. Wow. Incredible. And that was the most beautiful elevator pitch that I have ever heard.
0: You know, thank you. People t- people say that about me, and it's because I have been on so many. Can I cuss on here? Yes, of course. I have been on so many fucking podcasts that I got my messaging down. Like I, I, I just know what to say. I know how to say it. I know it feels good, and I attribute that to you know 500 podcast episodes later in my career.
1: Yeah. You're like, I got this, I got this in the bag under my belt. I'm good. Like we, we, we know what we do. We are clear and we know, you know why we do it. I love that. Um, so how do you, so here's my other thing on the, on the flip side of that. So like, we never reached out to you to say like, Hey, do you have any guests for us? Right. So how do you identify a podcast? Because podcast numbers are not visible to the public. Right. So how do you identify a good podcast versus, I mean, I don't want to use the word bad podcast because that sounds like, shitty, Um, maybe an up and coming one. I don't know what the right verbiage is there, but how do you identify these podcasts as, as someone to say like, this is quality, you know, you want to send your people to?
0: That's an excellent question. And it's kind of this algorithm that we've created over four years of identifying what makes a credible podcast versus a non-credible podcast, what makes a brand fit versus a non-brand fit for our clients. Um, And in that, in our search, we identify a bunch of different things, which we have actually a whole uh, lesson in our podcast for Academy specifically on how to identify the right podcast for you. We look at it holistically. We're looking at a brand fit topics. Of course, we're looking at ratings because that is the only number we have available, we're looking at the host, social media, past guests, and we're kind of tying it into this big bow and seeing on a circle, where does this hit the strategy for each of our clients or where is it from a bottom line, like a credible podcast to join our network, our database, sorry, not our network, our database. Um, We want podcasts with hosts that have a personal brand or a business, right? They're not necessarily an 18-year-old starting a podcast in a dorm, college dorm with like 500 uh, Instagram followers. That's not the type of podcast we want to put. We might keep our eye on that podcast to see what happens in the next year or two. So we're really establishing pretty much mostly on the host side, who they are outside of that podcast. And that's kind of the determining factor of whether or not we believe it's credible because podcasting is really like the influencer space at this point like there's macro podcasts and there's micro podcasts and right. the ones with the huge audiences don't always bring the best return we've seen True. really small podcasts bring return and ROI to our clients so the size sure it's like an indicator but we're looking at a lot more than just the kind of size of a podcast so downloads in my opinion already been that important at the end of the day, because it doesn't necessarily mean that the results are going to be there if it's a big downloaded podcast.
1: Very true. Very true. The podcasting space is a, it's a beast.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, there's 2 million, you know, it's not the traditional PR yeah. world where like, we all know what entrepreneur.com is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a little bit of a, of a ambiguous way to analyze what podcast opportunity is good for which person at
1: what point in their career. Do you think that you guys would ever expand to representing hosts? Like, let's say like a dear media. <sighs> I just stopped because my heart like
0: felt like it was going to explode. Um, I don't think so. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. I, it sounds like a logistical nightmare for me. (laughs) Like when you get into business, you have to know what business model works for you the same way you have to know if you're a content creator, like what platform works for you best, what content medium works for you best. I'm a podcaster myself, so I understand the other side of it. And the only reason I wouldn't want to go the networking route is because the ad game doesn't feel right to me. It feels really big. It feels like a logistical, like a lot going on there. It feels like a business you would need an investment to really start up. And that's not the type of business that
1: personally, you know, makes me really fulfilled. You're like, what I'm doing is working. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Um, What about expanding into you know, do you represent some of your clients in terms of like, not only getting them on podcasts, but also like, you know, let's say like a book tour, let's say they're going on a podcast tour to to promote their book, but then also creating like in-person events, um, for that person.
0: We don't do in-person events, um, or anything along that lines. We are simple, easy. We'll book you on podcasts. That's kind of about it. We do have one other service that, um, I would say about ten percent of our clients jump on, which it's one of my favorite services as a podcaster, is that we'll do the flip side for you if you have a podcast. So we'll actually book really high profile public figures onto your podcast too,
1: oh, okay. So it goes both ways, yeah, yeah, very nice. If you're somebody, let's say they're out there who has a podcast, but they maybe they're just starting out and they don't they're not getting any reach outs yet, but they can hire you. and then you can get them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would say the winning, the winning combo is to have a podcast and be a guest on podcasts. I feel like it makes the biggest.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so you're all female founded as well, or female founded, but it's an entirely female, uh, team as well. Um, you know, what importance do you place on, you know, amplifying female voices? Is that like your mission for sure? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's it's a mission that's kind of always been a part of me. Looking back on my whole career, I've kind of only worked with women. I've worked with very few men in my career. And I could probably go to therapy about why I'm so adamant about not working with men. There's definitely something there. But at the end of the day, I think that I've always wanted to empower myself in my career and financially as a woman, that's been really important to me since I was young and to help other women navigate that and amplify their businesses just felt like the right, not the right thing to do, but almost like the natural thing for me to help facilitate.
1: And I don't know. I feel like saying that is not wrong. The right thing to do, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, when, when I, Course corrected that I meant more like that wasn't my that's not my motivator of like I need to do the right thing. It was just like the natural thing for me to want to do, and it is the right thing. You're very correct. Um, So yeah, you know sometimes I get into the day to day at this business, and it feels like I'm sending emails and we're scheduling, and like what is the impact, right? But then you zoom out and you think of those 2,500 podcast episodes that were booked that were booked by female guests and you think about their story being told on 2,500 episodes. And then you think about the amount of people that have listened to those episodes, the trickle effect and the domino effect of that, especially because we believe in every single woman we represent. So that's kind of a crazy, crazy ripple effect and impact to think about. Um, But yeah, it's always been in me. And like, if we're being honest, I just like, don't really want to do business with men. You know, like I'm, I feel bad. And it's just like, it's a different, it's a different vibe.
1: <laughs> it's a different vibe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I guess I just feel passionately about that now, right in this current moment in my life. Cause I'm just, it's just crazy. Um, the amount of women out there still in the world that they just pull the ladder up. It's constant it's like so it's a term used where you know a female makes it to a high level and the next woman is cut co- in who who is coming along they don't reach down and help them up they actually just pull up the ladder
0: oh yeah that's not great
1: yeah and it's just it happens so much, or if, if it's other women, you know, see, you, see you succeeding and then they want to swoop in and like, you know, piggyback off that success or like take it from you in some way, or try to like, I don't know, just, it's like, it's crazy to me how that's still happening in an age where we know how difficult it is to break through, to not just I mean, to succeed, to break through, to get to like, and to in order for us all to succeed, like we have to turn back around and reach out a helping hand, not pull up the ladder.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I think that we're still shaking off that notion that there's not, there's only room for a couple of us at the top from previous generations And I think you're so right that like, it's, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a good thing back then, but it's definitely just completely unnecessary now. Today's world, there's so much opportunity for women. I mean, there's so much opportunity for everyone to exist in spaces because of the internet and because of social media and podcasting. And so I, I always wonder like, why did I get so passionate about only working with women and amplifying women voices? And I never had that kind of fear of that happening because I've never been in a situation where I've never really worked with or for a man. So I've never even had a bad experience in that way where I was being discriminated against for being a woman. And I've never been in a situation where I had that competition with another woman. I just very young identified that those were two uh, dynamics that were played out in the workplace that I didn't even want to introduce myself to. And so- yeah. In creating my business, I've been really intentional about a new way of doing things, a new way of supporting my team. You know, mentorship and mental health is really at the forefront of our team culture and competition just doesn't really have a place here. And so that's kind of the the intention that I move forward with my business as a leader, or at least as a female leader. I love it. And so
1: your service is one that people would pay for, um, but you are launching the podcast tour Academy. And so is this an option for people who maybe don't have as much to spend, but want to learn how to launch their own podcast tour, like on their own?
0: Yes, exactly. I speak to so many female entrepreneurs and this course is for male entrepreneurs, but you know, I might just say woman the entire time. Um, and they all want to be a guest on podcasts because they've seen the transformation of our clients. They know that their favorite thought leaders and authors are doing this strategy. They, they want to be experts in their space. And yet we're a boutique agency. So our retainers are on the higher side and they might not necessarily have the budget. And after last year getting on a bunch of sales calls with women like this, I thought to myself, you know, we've really over the last four years, crafted the blueprint on how to do this for our clients. How can we support all of the other women that I've talked to last year that can't afford our services, but who have messages that do need to get out there. And so we're launching our first six-week live course. It's going to be taught by myself, our director, and you have access to the whole team to help you through the process. And we're really in the spirit of like, throwing competition out the window, we're really giving away our entire process to help these women internally run their own podcast tours, or they can send their VA to the training, et cetera. Um, So yeah, we're finally um, opening up the secret sauce to allow other women to benefit from this strategy as well.
1: I love it. And I love that what you just said about they can also, they could send their virtual assistant to go do, that's, that's brilliant as well. Cause it's like, you know these a lot of female entrepreneurs in general they're like i know i need to go on this tour i don't have the budget for this but i do have a an assistant who can take care of these things um and figure this out so that's brilliant very very brilliant yeah
0: yeah cuz you know we've all been there in our businesses where it's you want to get to that next level but you're either at like capacity with your budget or capacity with team members and so i wanted to make this accessible also to a virtual assistant if the entrepreneur is just currently having too much on her plate
1: yeah. So that's something people can, a course people can go through in their own time or is it like live? So it's going to be live since it's our first academy enrollment. So it will be live, but you can watch the replays
0: Um, and then we will open up the class course uh, twice a year. So this time it's going to be at the lowest price point and ever will be, but you also get it live, which is kind of a nice little perk if you can attend the sessions live, but you'll have access to the course forever. And as we add modules or new tips and tricks as the industry evolves, You'll
1: forever have access to the course. And are you sharing what the cost of that is now or not yet?
0: Yeah. For sure, the early bird pricing is eighteen hundred dollars, which March thirteenth and fourteenth, and you get a, a extra hour session with the scouts agency team and myself, where everyone who signs up for the early bird can do q and A, Q&A where we can answer very specific questions pertaining to your business and brand and podcast tour. And then, if you sign up post early bird pricing, it's twenty two hundred dollars, and we also have payment plans available.
1: There you go. And there you have it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Okay. So I also wanted to know um, when starting this business, were there any major challenges that you faced uh, in getting this up and running? Um, How did you overcome them? Every day.
0: I mean, every month it's, it's constant, it's consistent growth and running a business is a complete dedication to the inner work from the get-go. So I talk a lot about my, um, openly about my struggles with mental health. I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder type two 11 years ago, and that completely knocked me out. I had to drop out of college. I wasn't going anywhere in my career. It was hard for me to really maintain a minimum wage job. And through healing, I got myself to a point where I could function in society and I could start this business. However, when I started it, I couldn't believe how emotional it was. Like someone who had been in therapy since 14, who's gone through outpatient programs, who had mental health tools and had been working on her mental health for so long. I was sitting here and I was so anxious and I was so afraid and I didn't know how to navigate the uncertainty and the responsibility that comes with being an entrepreneur. And so I was like, if I'm struggling with this, everyone is struggling with this. And then it kind of dawned on me that, you know, my friends who want to start businesses, they don't start them, not because they don't have the finances or the resources. They don't start them because they're afraid of imposter syndrome or money or uh, anxiety, or if they believe in themselves. And so... Earlier when I told the story of how I started Scouts Agency, how I went from a coffee shop to this, I mean, I kind of internally left because it's not A to B. It's not like you take one step and here you are, you don't like snap your fingers. And I'm really open about how tough this is. I'm really open about how when you start a business, you have to be game to look at your limiting beliefs. You have to be game to taking care of your mental health in return you'll live the biggest game of your life and you'll have the most incredible experiences. Um, but every time I go through the next level here, it's, it's a lot, it's scary. And I got to double down on my mental health. So I've had 4,025 million bajillion challenges from the beginning to now. And I'm, I'm, uh, I signed up for every single one of them and I will continue to, but I never want anyone to think that the A to B is a snap of the fingers because it's it's not. It's a it's an internal process for sure.
1: Thank you for that vulnerable yet so incredibly inspiring answer. Yeah. You just that that just gave me like such like a it fueled my fire over here because I'm oh. like I've been working on starting my own business and it's been re, it is terrifying, terrifying. Um, it is truly terrifying.
0: Yeah. I mean, just this morning I had to give my husband a big hug. Cause I was like, I'm scared. I'm launching. Sorry. now you're going to make me emotional. You know, I, I, I can do the retainer model all day long. I can sign clients. I don't know what a course is like, like, I don't know that business model. Do I feel confident that we have the value and the expertise? Oh yeah. Like the product's fucking great, but managing a a course and we're launching our database that people can have access to that requires a different level of me and it's uncertain and so even this even this successful into the game because I believe I'm really successful every time I do something new I'm terrified yeah and we do it
1: anyways that's right Terrified and you do it anyways. I love that yeah. so much. So I'll just ask you one more question, which is what is the best piece of advice that you would give your younger self?
0: I would not give her any piece of advice because I believe that she had to walk through every single moment of pain that she did. Because if I gave her advice and if she listened to me, this wouldn't be what this is
1: today. So
0: I'm grateful for
1: every roadblock. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being on. Amazing. I love that answer so much. Oh my God. I love that answer. Um, Seriously, this was so incredible. And I really appreciate you being on and sharing all of your story and your journey.
0: Thank you for having me. It was an
1: honor. All right. That is a wrap on today's episode. Definitely uh, look into uh, if you are someone who has a podcast or wants to start a podcast, uh, or if you're someone who wants to, you know, has a product or a service and you want to be a guest on a podcast, then, you know, this is it. Like she is like, has the premier uh, agency to getting you on podcasts, getting you out there, getting you seen, getting you heard your company, your business, uh, your message, whatever it is. So definitely check them out on Instagram at scouts agency. Uh, and then you can also check out scout. She is at scout Sobel S O B E L on Instagram. And that's a wrap for today's episode. Follow us on Instagram at very best self. Follow me, Victoria Brown. Um, what else? Five stars, definitely subscribe. Um, leave us a review. That's all the stuff and all the things I will see you guys next week. Thanks so much.